Welcome to People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose. People of Purpose is a podcast of inspiring people whose stories help you see things differently, live with intentionality, elevate the way you participate in the world, and take the necessary leaps in your life to seek and find your passions. Come with us and develop the courage to wholeheartedly pursue your purpose and unleash your truest potential. Hi, welcome back to People of Purpose. I'm your host, Tanner Badgley, and this week we will be wrapping up our conversation on upgrading millions of minds. If you didn't get a chance to listen to last week's episode, I highly encourage checking that out. Some of the things we covered are the definition and significance of upgrading your mind. Gavin also discusses about finding success by breaking patterns and norms. To add, he gives wise words on getting in a sustainable position to support yourself and fully step into your purpose. He shared as well how his skills aligned with e-commerce and how that played a role in his purpose journey. And lastly, he talks about why he is called the mad scientist of digital marketing and branding. And in this episode, we will be covering how he understands the psychology of his market, his platform, and the vision on how he wants his company to evolve, the deciding process he applies on his business, his influences, and last but not least, he gives his take on the hardest thing to unlearn in order to understand truth and purpose. Let's dive in. Here's to becoming people of purpose. So you, and a lot of it you said stems from understanding the psychology of your market. How, how do you understand the psychology of your market today now that you're in a purpose-driven business? And how do you even present like what it is you're doing? It seems a lot more abstract than just you know, selling at the car magnet. For sure, man. It, it's, to me, it's, it's always way harder, to be honest. What I'm doing now is like this, kind of like the stupidest direction to go if I'm just trying to make money. Um, however, there's lots of other opportunities that are coming because of being in purpose. So there's a lot of other income streams and things that come as well. But in general, like trying to sell people on personal development is like one of the hardest sales in the world. This is a long game. There's no instant gratification. You have to sell them on like, you have to, you have to close them on themselves. You have to sell them on like the hardest thing in the world, which is showing them that they can be greater than they are, which like human beings we calculate our future based off of our past. So for someone to see that I'm calculating it way more than they feel like it's going to be, that's a difficult sell. So I have to get really damn good at selling people on themselves, selling people on why they need this, showing them I understand them better than they even understand themselves, entering into the conversation going on inside their head so they unconsciously believe that I'm the answer or explaining their problem better than they can so they unconsciously believe I have the solution. Like It gets very deep. This is why I don't even like to say, like, how do you know your market or whatever? It's like, how do you just start to understand deep level evolutionary psychology? What motivates a human being? Why does a human being do what they do? What is it? Why does their amygdala act the way it does? Why does their mammalian brain, like, how has it evolved? What's the root of all of this? And this is why in the movies, The Matrix, and they go through the first movie is the, what is The Matrix? The next one is why does it exist? And the next movie after that is how do we do something about it? So in the second one, in the second and third, didn't do very well, partly because they weren't as good in general, but overall, because they were too deep for people to understand. They went very deep layers. And when people love to know the what about stuff, that's what school is. School is almost always what knowledge. That's why you go and you just you learn a bunch of subjects. 
but you never get taught why anything exists. You never get taught why the school system has evolved the way it is. You never get taught why the government works the way it does. You never get to never know any of the why. So if you don't know the root, you have no power. You never yeah. have power without the why. Uh, this is the same with Simon Sinek's uh, concentric circle where he has why, uh, what, how, or why, how, what. Same idea. The companies that start with a deep purpose are always more powerful than companies that just have like, here's what we do. We, we make computers. It's like, no. First, Apple was like, we, we want people with passion to be able to change the world. Most people who use Apple's, on the, for the most part, aren't really that techie. We just want a machine that's going to allow our vision to turn into reality, whatever that is. So it's like, we just want to be able to click buttons and have it do stuff for us. We don't need to know why the computer works the way it does, but Apple needed to know why they did what they did or else they were just going to create things that were like good technology. But they were like, Steve Jobs, like, how can I make less buttons? How can I make this as simple as possible so a monkey can use it and get results with it? Then how can I make the brand so sexy that people feel high status when they use it so I'm now bridging both gaps? So there's so many pieces to it. But yeah, man, what I'm doing now, it's, it's not an easy thing, but values is number one, understanding who you're speaking to. And who am I speaking to usually? I'm speaking to like a younger version of myself who is lost. I'm speaking to a version of myself that could be now who is just waking up. I'm speaking to that person in the situation where they're finally like starting to understand there's something more out there. But I'm trying to collapse the, the I'm trying to bridge the gap. So instead of going like what I did, you know, all over the place, it's like from here to here, it's like a little bit less of all the craziness. Cause I don't think most people, to be honest, have as much grit and willpower yeah. that I to go through as much bullshit. Like I'm not normal and I don't, I don't, like say it's a good thing. I put my, I was like a masochist almost like the amount of pain I went through that I didn't have to, if I went and found the right stuff. But at the same time I had to discover it for myself and it's allowed me to have this perspective that a lot of people don't have. But yeah, man, like there's so much purpose that comes from your pain. And when I know that there's so many people who are like us in so much pain right now, because people don't understand them, and they're looking for the knowledge and wisdom to create a better life and to be able to understand themselves better, to be able to create a better life for the people around them, to be able to adventure more, to have purpose for themselves, have meaning, have more responsibility. All they need is, okay, you need to understand deeper level psychology because you need to have your owner's manual of how your brain works. If you don't, you're just a reactive robot to everything around you. You need to understand how to influence and persuade people, which means also you have to understand their psychology or else Money will never come to you. It's impossible. All money comes from other human beings. Money is just a symbolic medium of exchange. It's the lubrication between real value forms. So if you don't know how to explain value to someone in a way that they can see it's more valuable than their money, you're not going to have very much money. Uh, just understanding the, the cause and effect relationship and the laws of the universe that we don't get taught in school that are underlying everything that's happening around us. There's hidden laws governing everything. We need to know these laws. This is a super common thing my guests always talk about is that it's important to understand law of attraction. It starts with you getting yourself right and putting out the right vibration to attract what you're looking to attract. It's not, um, it's not about like the pain and the suffering and like the I'm efforting as hard as I can. It, it, there's a certain like flow you just should tap into and you can tap into that flow through your passion, through your purpose, through many things. 
Um, but it, that's that's like the goal like is within is to get into touch with your own flow, to get in touch with your creator, your source energy, and then you become, you know, a manifestation of something much bigger than yourself. You become like that embodied purpose and then you lead other people on that journey. I think that's like a lot of where it starts or I'm noticing that myself as a younger version of kind of where you, you seem to be right now. Mm. Yeah, man. You know, so here's the thing with that is I have a lot of issues with the law of attraction and a lot of issues with any one thing that people are talking about in the new age movement, because it's always missing pieces. And it is true. Everything you just said, you're, there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is a lot of people will take that and because they heard it from that angle or just hear how we're talking about it just from like one angle, they will miss all the other elements. So anything that we want in life is going to be an emergence of multiple elements coming together, working in unison to emerge something greater. Mm -hmm. Now, when someone thinks about the law of attraction, so many people think I become what I think about. It's like, no, you don't. You do become what you think about. That's one piece, but you also become who you become. So it's like, you have to first off, okay, what's your vision? Awesome. Now, who are you? What are your strengths, gifts, talents? You have to know yourself. If you don't know yourself, I don't care what your vision is. If you're taking a bunch of dumb action, but you have this great vision of what you want to be, you're still going to get nowhere. So there's this big issue that I have, and this is where like the masculine energy comes in, right? Um, it's you also have to ground yourself in reality. And uh, there's this book, The 50th Law by 50 Cent and Robert Greene. I don't know if you've read The 48 Laws of Power, but this, The 50th Law is amazing. And he says, it. he's like, reality is my drug. You know, the more I see truth, the higher I get. The new age movement misses so much fucking truth. So yeah. they go onto this feel good, I'm going to manifest, and they forget the real shit. So you have to have all the other laws working for the law of attraction to work. Oh. This is the difference. You have to have all of them working. And that I see it over and over again. I'm going to manifest, I'm going to manifest, and I see the person go broke over and over again and stay in the same positions. And then one day, something happens, and they meet the right person, and it's a cool thing, and they're like, I manifested that. I'm like, yeah, but you're, you're still not paying your bills. You know, like there's still issues here. Like, and they stay super delusional to reality. Right. Now, then there's the other side where someone's so practical that everything is about practicality. And they've calculated practicality at a very small level. So they always hit their goals, but their goals are so fucking small. It's like one of the worst things you can do is hit your small goals, you know, because <laughs> validating yourself that that's who you are. Right. Uh, so it's like there's a fine balance between delusion and woo-woo and knowing it's possible than being like a freaking Elon Musk who actually calculates the physics how it's possible and knows 100% that it's possible because he's calculated mathematically. He fully knows, but it also seems insane to all of us. He goes like, how's that possible? But he realizes, everyone's like, that's impossible to go to the moon. We don't have the technology for that. We won't have the technology by then. But he's like, no, technology's increasing exponentially. It's doubling its doubling speed, meaning the latest technology builds the latest technology. So what took us 20 years to get to where we are might only take us four years to double that and get to twice as much. Yeah. So he calculates it based off of truth, not based off of what the past was. And this is the difference. So mm -hmm. there's, there's so much more understanding when you start to like decode reality versus 
I'm going to manifest, you know? Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. So what I'm hearing you say is that it's about understanding the truth of the reality we sit in now to see how we can get to what we want to manifest versus like bypassing where we sit now and just only focusing on manifest. But also like Joe Dispenza talks about is you don't want to be a product of only your past. You want to recognize oh, no. that was your past and now you're stepping into exactly who you are now and who you want to become. And like you connect yourself to that future person through your, your vision, your experience. Yeah. This is the best, man. Yeah, this is why, again, there's Newtonian physics. And this is like, you know, for every action, there's equal opposite reaction. You know, object stays in or object emotion stays in motion unless reacted upon by an external force. These are all like physical laws. That makes sense. And then we have these like quantum laws that we're still discovering and we're still trying to figure out how they really, really work, which are more the imagination. The imagination is like infinite. If you were to think about it, we are right now in a reality that's like 99.9999999% like empty space and energy and then like 0.001% however much matter. But we focus all of our time on matter because we think it matters. And it does, but the fact that we can use our imagination to create whatever we want in our minds and then pull it into the present moment allows us to go into the future, become that person, pull them into the now and act and behave in like them. The more you go through that visualization process, the more you act and behave in alignment with that identity, then your identity within the physical environment starts to get the results of that person. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. I do that meditation most mornings now, a Joe Dispenza meditation and it's, super helped me to feel confident and grounded in who I'm becoming. Um, and I'm seeing how like things are moving real quickly in my life because of that. Um, Amazing. I have like new challenges and new goals and new ways in which I want to evolve because I see that more is possible. It's like you change what you, what you believe is possible. You change what becomes possible. hundred um, percent. So you're really big on like education and mentorship and lifting people up into like the truth of their reality now so that they can become who they are meant to become or their their manifest their greatness are you creating like a platform for people or is it just a series of products like what is what is your what your vision for how you you want your company to evolve absolutely man i like i use the word platform definitely a platform so we're building out right now limitless university we already have courses like the limitless masterclass and visionary. I did a course with Joel Brown, founder of addictive success. Um, and I have some different courses right now. Mass influence is my influence and persuasion course going through like the deepest level evolutionary psychology. And like, I don't think there's a, I haven't found any influence and persuasion course on the market. That's like close to what we're bringing in that. Um, and then building up the university, man, anything from again, decoding yourself, managing yourself, quantum physics, um, uh, influence and persuasion, biohacking, like becoming a limitless you, right? A limitless version of yourself. Because I, I look at it like until we're about age seven, everything that gets programmed into us happens automatically. We don't have a choice to reject or accept it. We, it just comes in automatically. So most of our programming is formed by like about seven to nine years old. If you have really bad operating system because of what your parents are teaching you and what society is teaching you, you're going to have a lot of deprogramming to do to become limitless because what happens is we're born limitless, but we get limitations put on us. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. 
we actually could be completely free from the moment we're born. And this is why as a child, you have this, you know, you're, you're in these like theta states and you're, you're imagining you have a friend who's not even there. You're imagining that like, uh, you're like in this fantasy world with your friends playing cops and robbers and all this and everything just is, it's real at that time, right? Santa Claus is real. All these things are real. You have limitless abilities with your mind. And I'm not saying that's like a, a good thing in and of itself, because if we only did that, we would also live in like delusion. But it's important to be able to decipher what are the things that have been programmed into me that are totally bullshit beliefs. Because like Elon Musk says, how most people learn is through story, metaphor, and analogy, and just modeling other people. So that means most of what people do and believe within the masses is complete bullshit, has nothing to do with reality whatsoever. But since reality is created by validation, the more people all believe something, the more it becomes a truth in their mind, then everyone believes it as a truth. And then only a few people go and say, no, I'm going to go find the real truth within this. I'm going to find the things that are true and aren't. So I'm going to have actual power within this reality where everybody else just follows like sheep. It's insane. Exactly. Wow, that's incredible. So, so what, I'm, yeah, what we're doing with the platform, man, is we're really just, we're bringing in as much truth as possible. Because I actually do believe you can know. And this is a kind of weird thing that I'm going to bring in here that um, not a lot of people talk about. But churches like the Church of Satan and a lot of these like cults and a lot of different, especially in like the satanic church, their biggest sin is to not know. Because they believe you can know. And they actually believe in dissuading people to believing in like things like solipsism, that you can never know reality is not possible to know what it is. This could be that, that could be this, blah, blah, blah. Because when you train people to believe that, you take their power. So you actually want people, if you're trying to control them, to have no power. You want them to believe in a bunch of bullshit because then what can they do? If they can't decode reality and create and they just think like everything, just be in bliss, man, everything that doesn't, nothing matters anyways, well, they have no power. So it's a great place to put people. So you dissuade people from the occult knowledge. Occult just means hidden in plain sight knowledge. It means the natural laws, the things that are governing what's actually happening. You dissuade humans from going through that. You just teach them subjects. You just get them to act like uh, in alignment with everybody else. You get them to become batteries for the system. So they just feed the system. They all like, it's like good, good, good little sheep. You know, you just do this. I'll give you a paycheck and you just finish this at the end of the week, whatever, right? This kind of mindset is how you control people. But the intelligent people know that you can know. They actually know this. They know that you can decode reality. And then they use it. Look at Charlie Munger and Warren Buffett. These guys have a, a sheet. It's called the 24 Cognitive Biases. And they make all their investment decisions based off of human behavior, not based off of just math. They just back it up with math after. They make their investment decisions based off of how the market is going to react. And they know the market is going to react emotionally. So they know when a market goes down and something happens, everyone's going to start selling. But they also know what companies have intrinsic value that are going to come up regardless. That's why they invested in Coca-Cola. Uh, they made all their investment decisions based off of the kind of stupidity and the emotional decision-making of a human being. Mm -hmm. And they become extremely wealthy off of that. And then they just calculate the numbers in the back end, like how it's going to work financially. But they make it first off the emotional decision-making of human beings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, humans are irrational too. Like that book, Predictably Irrational, is just super popular right now. I haven't gotten a chance to read it, but I know the core concept of that is at our core, like what, what we're most 
predictably going to be is irrational because we have these cognitive biases. We have these like imprints of beliefs that don't really actually exist or don't need to exist, but they do. Um, I d- oh, I was curious for you, like you, what, what about your journey? Do you still find your limits at like what, what from pre seven years old, um, has, is encoded in you that you're still fighting to get rid of what negative tendencies or habits you come back to? Um, yeah, you find it every day. Not only just the pre seven, there's like, there's the cultural beliefs that still get stuck inside you. And then there's just the human beliefs. Like you're talking about the cognitive biases. If I'm hungry and I have, I skipped my meals and I'm driving past like fast food restaurant. It looks real good at that time. And then my brain has to like calculate, should I do it? Should I not? And it's usually leaning much more towards going and eating the greasy food than the other, no matter how rational you are. So this is where the Maslow's hierarchy comes into play where it's like, you've seen the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. So you have the safety, survival, love, connection, self-esteem, self-actualization. And then what he said was transcendence when he was dying, when Maslow was, was dying. We are all always fluctuating through all of these. Even if you've got to a level where you're at self-actualization, sometimes you still don't have water and are down here. And the number one thing you need is water. That's the biggest need in the moment. So when you realize that human beings make all their decisions off of necessity, number one, that's when you can become a very good marketer, first off, because you can always be in the right place at the right time. Like if I wanted to sell water and to go to a festival where you're selling bottles of water for $5, right? It's like, there's just these mindsets. It's like people need the water. Um, so this is the same with me in my life, man. I get stuck on human behaviors all the time. This is where in my course, the first module is about becoming the, the samurai warrior, the philosophy of the samurai warrior was win beforehand, win the game beforehand by setting up your environment and setting up things so you automatically take the actions that you need to take, automatically setting up the habits that are going to cause you to eat healthier foods, getting to the gym in the morning, uh, doing it in such like a precise manner where you very rarely catch yourself in the moment where you're in front of the McDonald's hungry, you know? uh, uh, because your human animal is going to take over whether you want it to or not. Oh yeah, and like the people you surround yourself with, and like all of this, all this is super important. This is how about, this like, how about this concept of like burning the boats? Like, do you advocate for that? It's like once you take off in your voice, do you like prevent yourself from being able to go back? Yeah, and I don't even. It's not even pre- prevent. It's just like now to me, that's just natural. Yeah, me, for a lot of people, that's not. Both yeah, there's people around me that are going to prevent me from. Uh, like reaching my goals and helping more people, then they're just not going to be in my life anymore. And it's fine for me now. That was a hard thing at first. So I understand someone listening to that might, it might sound like I'm cold or something. Uh, But if you see it from my perspective and you see like, if I allow that energy around me and it stops me from helping more people, well then I'm making one person feel good and I'm allowing all the others to suffer because I'm not at my best. So it, it depends on the angle you look at it from. So I actually look at it, it's more selfish to keep those people in my life for my purpose. And if my purpose is to help more people, then it's more selfish to do that. So yeah, ontological design, man, is another concept I talk about in the course. So important. We build our churches, let's say, and people walk into that church, that church builds them. We build our iPhones, that iPhone builds us. Everything is in an ontological feedback loop. It's Mm -hmm. constantly feeding. You feed it, it feeds you. So yeah choose your friends, choose the people you spend them, choose the audio books you put in your ear, 
purposefully build yourself. Because if you are actually going to change, you can't just like uh, change your habits today. That won't work. But you can consciously set things up to make yourself start doing these habits, right? right? And then the only, like your consciousness is still going to be only there like one, two percent of the time during the day, and the rest of your habits and behaviors are going to be subconscious. So it's very important. The conscious is just to steer you in the right direction. Constantly steer yourself. Set things up beforehand so you automatically do the things that you need to do. This is extremely important. And then put in triggers and put in like safety nets in place to keep you doing that. This is why people need mentorship because they, they really need accountability. They need someone to keep them on track. They need someone to like constantly like be the drill sergeant. I have mentors in each area of my life right now. Like I'm almost at like the Van Dam splits because I hired a stretching coach who's breaking me three times a week, like breaking me in half. Wow. I wouldn't do that if I was trying to do it on my own because I know I'm a human being and I'm lazy as a human being. I only have so much willpower. It's very finite. So that means in each area of my life, I'm going to outsource my willpower to people who are better than me in these things and force me to do it without me having to think because I can just surrender and trust to them, right? This is how you can evolve extremely fast in every area. You can learn any skill you really want if you just find the right teacher and mentor and you let them actually do the thing without you having to like um, use too much willpower. You can do it if you're just doing one thing. But if you want to do lots of stuff, just hire people in all these areas. Yeah. So I, this is another like question I have is I notice as I've said yes to full-time entrepreneurship, so many opportunities come up, so many new collaborations and partnerships and visions of like that I'm getting, but I'm still committed to the current ones. How do you go about sorting and deciding what you invest yourself in when there's so much in front of you at so many points? Like we haven't, does it, does it pass the purpose test going on right now? Does it pass the purpose test? Right. Um, so what's your purpose? And now I'm not expecting anyone listening to this to know their purpose, like just from listening to this. However, you can do tests like Ikigai, right? I don't know if you've done the Ikigai Japanese finding your purpose test. You can do Strength Finders 2.0, find your strengths, gifts, talents. You can take the 16 personality types. You can take Hexaco. You can take these tests to start decoding yourself. And then you can start asking yourself, what are my values? What do I stand for and what do I stand against? This is extremely important. Like 12 different areas of your life. What are your values? And then write out sentences, write out like pages and pages and pages of what you stand for and against. So you have a compass. So you know if a certain opportunity yeah. comes in and doesn't pass the values test, okay, that didn't pass the filter out. Oh, this one did pass the filter in. Oh, this one doesn't fully pass the filter, I guess, but long-term it will, right? So yeah. there's like different ways of discovering it. Man, it's about, like, it was a... Uh, who was it? Uh, one of the philosophers, he said, the unexamined life isn't worth living. So examine your life every week, write down what you did, what you did right, what you did wrong, what you did good, what you didn't do good, what you think you're good at, what you actually are good at. Start to really find these things out, what you want to contribute in the world, what your values actually are. Like start to decode yourself. It's so damn important. And this is the big missing link in the law of attraction is that people want the thing and then they just go find a mentor who is not like their personality type whatsoever. I'm never going to be Gary V. I'm never going to be like these hardcore hustlers, Grant Cardone, Gary V. I'll be a certain level with them, but I like to play. I like yeah, like nose to the grind seven hours a week forever kind of thing. Only that. So my purpose within my purpose 
has play. It has so many different adventures because I want to gain as many perspectives around the world. My, my end goal is wisdom. Like I want to be as wise as possible while keeping the mind of a child. Like that's at the same time, like that's kind of counterintuitive or it's like, um, it seems like cognitive dissonance. How can you stay like the mind of a child while also being like the wise old wizard, you know? But I want to mix those two. Like I, I feel like that most wisdom comes from that. the same wavelength as you on that. That's cool. Who are you really influenced by like right now? Who's like a podcaster or a purposeful brand person that, that you're influenced by? Like for me, I'm really influenced by Jay Shetty at the moment. Um, mm. He seems to embody this like wise path, but also still like being playful and grounded and happy. And like, he's not like getting, you know, aging his, himself the way like a Gary Vee or Grant Cardone is. Um, yeah, man, I, I, I just take... I have so many people I respect. I'm almost always studying like contrarians. So like people who are just like always fighting for truth. Mm -hmm. And this comes in so many different packages. And some of them are people who I wouldn't want their life, but I deeply respect who they are and how they articulate it. So a guy like uh, Jordan Peterson, I'm a huge fan of a guy like Jordan Peterson, who's bringing in so much truth and backing it all up with, with science, backing yeah. everything up that he says where people are trying to like destroy him, calling him like, you know, a uh, trans transphobic and all this when he never said anything like that, but they wanted to like make him seem like that's who he is or say, you're a right winger or you're this. And he's like, you're just making stuff up to try to like uh, break me down. And then he backs it all up with truth, like how he shows that they're crazy. And then he, these videos go viral and the people who are trying to destroy him end up getting destroyed on social media for like, using all these cognitive biases and logical fallacies and bullshit arguments. And I love how truth is getting exposed now or like bullshit is getting exposed. So I, I'm, I follow so many different people like this. Some of them have the lifestyle I want. Some of them don't. It doesn't matter. I, I like the biggest thing in, in influence, like the book by Robert Cialdini is one of them is liking and disliking bias. We listen to people we like and we don't listen to people we dislike. It's a logical fallacy in and of itself. I learn a lot from Donald Trump. You can learn leadership from Hitler. You can remove all of the bad and just see good qualities. Mm -hmm. And some people can't do that. They can only see a person and they immediately take everything away. Everything's bad or everything's good. They went on the street and they asked people who are Trump supporters or Hillary Clinton supporters questions. And they would say, well, who do you support? Oh, I support Trump oh my God, did you hear what Hillary said? And then they give them this whole thing of what Hillary said. And they're like, that's horrible. Oh my God. They're like, actually Trump said that. So they don't even pass it through the filter, right? They don't even pass any, it's just, I like the person, whatever he says, I agree with. I hate the person, whatever she says, I don't agree with. That's yeah. the level of human consciousness we are at currently. But there is a subset of the population that's really waking up to like the Jordan Petersons and these people who are going through these nuanced, arguments because everything is gray everything is nuanced you're black and white in almost any area it's very difficult to actually understand truth yeah what is, for you what's the hardest thing you've had to come to unlearn in order to understand truth and purpose man there's an example of bruce lee uh because everything is unlearning right everything is just questioning what is truth and what isn't and then it's just trying to just decipher what those things are. So I can't say like any one thing because there's so many thousands, it seems like. But Bruce Lee, people would come to him and say, Bruce, how do we be like great like you? Teach us martial arts. And you take him into the dojo and he would say, okay, show me your moves. And they'd show him their moves. Then he would sit him across the table 
and he would put a glass of Coke in front of him and say, I, I want you to see that glass of Coke because that represents your knowledge, what you believe to be true about martial arts. And he put a glass of water in front of himself and said, this is what I know to be true about martial arts. And if you want what I have, if you truly want this, because that's what you're asking for, you have to be willing to pour out what you believe to be true so I can pour this in your cup. So that mindset is exactly why certain people became great and others didn't. They were willing to empty their cup and other people just stack things on top of what they already believe. That's a very difficult thing. If you, if you don't first start to remove, then you have no foundation to pour it in on or you have a very bad weak foundation most people's foundation of their mind is like built with like popsicle sticks and elmer's glue you know it's like it falls <laughs> apart over anything you can question their like beliefs you can question like why three times and they'll never have a foundation to back it up because they've just memorized and regurgitated what they've learned around them their whole life wow that's incredible yeah so what does your vision look like? Like once millions of minds are upgraded, what kind of world are we going to be able to live in? What does this purposeful world look like? Have you gotten really good on that? Yeah, this is a, this is a, um, I could, I could pretend that there's like one answer to that, but the fact of the matter is we're moving forward exponentially right now. We're moving into a world that like information technology is doubling its doubling speed. Every country has different laws, regulations, rules, Anything can, can come out of this. There are so many different things that are going to happen over the next 20 years. I have no clue about. My, my goal with things like Limitless are to, to help people navigate through the world that we're moving into. So allow them to make more impact, make more money, have more freedom, create more, have better relationships, have better health. What they can do now to better themselves for the future. Adapt their, or, uh, upgrade their ability to adapt. Like Darwin said, it's not the strongest or fastest that survives. It's the one most adaptable to change. So I'm creating adaptable brains that can fully develop themselves. So not how can someone tell me what to do? How can I develop my own ability to develop myself? How can I learn how to learn? Or like Wyatt Woodsmall says, learn how to learn how to learn, which is called generative learning. You generate your own ability to learn. People ask me all the time, how do I learn all these things? It's because I focus on that skill. Learn how to learn how to learn. This is a very powerful skill. It's a meta skill. And then it can be applied to everything else. And then people see you learn everything way faster than them because they've been taught rote learning. The education system teaches the lowest form of learning, memorization, regurgitation. It's like the lowest form of learning. When we're so smart now as human beings, we have all this information to not do it. But I believe personally that it still gets kept this way because it's the easiest way to control societies. So this is like maybe a conspiracy theory, but just look at it. We have all the information that shows how we can learn faster. We have books like The Art of Learning, like Tim Ferriss' Four Hour Chef. We have these high level books that show how to learn five times, 10 times faster. Jim Quick from Mind Valley. We have all these courses. So why aren't we teaching them in school? Why aren't we teaching people a foundation built off of truth versus just like teaching them random subjects? So yeah, man, uh, I see a world just in general where you have these types of conversations more often. People collaborate versus only compete. It's like how together as like human race can we better ourselves? Like yeah. how can we start to get together and actually talk about these things, not from a black and white perspective, but from a truth perspective? Yeah. How can we bridge the gap between philosophy and science and not have so many dogmatic beliefs so we can actually see progress. Like there's so many different areas, man. 
but there's no one thing. But I just, I can't wait to see millions of people living and having these conversations, helping more people, taking a responsibility for their life, uh, wanting to have meaning and fulfillment and impact, while also keeping that childlike state, gaining wisdom, like all of that together. So you're basically creating like a new school system or it's a university, right? And you're for, superhuman, for people who want to be more superhuman. Okay. That's amazing, dude. I love it. And I know that we got recommended to each other initially through Quinn, who's doing the, the same kind of concept right there in Bali too. Um, you're you're going to be a, what's your like collaboration with that project? Yeah, I'll be teaching, I'll be teaching there. So he brings college students to basically give them this like, you know, couple month experience uh, after university to really like see a new way, like where the world is going. Um, I know for me, people work with me who've gone to university for like, you know, four years, like Isaac, who's filming right now. He's like, I learned more from you. And he went to a school for marketing. He's like, I learned more from you in two months than I did in four years. Mm -hmm. So it's like, imagine being able to collapse the gaps for people like that. Uh, I took one memory course. And after that one memory course, I was able to memorize a hundred digit code forward and backwards in one hour. And people are like mind blown by that. And I'm like, actually, that should be normal. We're just never taught how our memory works in school. So, of course, no one would know how to use their memory. And then you'll hear from people, I just can't remember names. That's also not true. That's just something you're regurgitating because you've never been taught how your memory works. Right. So, we just don't know what we don't know. And someone who doesn't know what they don't know, that's okay. That's called nescience. But then someone who's ignorant is someone who ignores truth. And I can't stand when someone's ignorant because they're just ignoring what's true right in front of them. They actually couldn't study it they could learn it they choose to ignore it right i like the people who want to dive in and they want to become the best version of themselves yeah dude that's really cool like how you're going to build a community around that because you're you're like you're letting out that tribal signal right now it's like join me if you're this kind of person and that's absolutely and don't if you're not no like i don't care like uh if you're a person who's just like extremely lazy and, and doesn't want to do the work and is scared of all pain and is just like, like has no courage whatsoever to like step into your like purpose and have responsibility in life, then don't do this. If you are the person who wants to make a huge impact, wants to develop themselves so you can better all the lives of those around you and the world, do do this because I will give you the codes of the matrix, right? Like I will give you the codes that will allow you to do that 10 times faster than you ever thought possible from all of the people that I've learned from that allowed me to do it. I've like distilled it down into the most important stuff without all the fluff. Dang, I want to take all these things too now. (laughs) Yeah, I'll get you access, brother. (laughs) That sounds great. I would love that. And like maybe we could have some collaboration where I could help sell some of your things to my audience because I know my audience could benefit. Yeah, man. If you do want to do something like that, I'll get like hook you guys up with a discount code or something because I, I like when people come in through uh, platforms like this. Anyone who li- listens to a podcast to this period of time during the podcast is somebody that I want to talk to. You know, yeah, somebody I, I want because like, this is this takes a lot of determination. It actually takes a lot of willpower. You could be out watching Netflix. You could be eating donuts, you could be doing whatever, but instead you're deciding to upgrade your brain and I respect the hell out of that. I, I brainwashed myself for years and years and years with this information. Yeah. Yeah, if you're sitting here right now and you're listening to Gavin, like I feel a brotherhood with you, I know, because two hours into an interview, you're here, like it's incredible. So 
this to this third mind in the room right now, like where do you suggest they head to get really engaged and plugged into this to learning the matrix as you call it? Yeah, man. So you can go to limitlessmasterclass.com. That's our site. It's actually turning into Limitless University. And university is spelled with a Y-O-U, so like university. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be the, the new domain, but it will just redirect if it's, uh, if, it's already, if it's already changed. And then if they want, man, I would hook people up with this course on like a, for like a 25% discount uh, with, the, with the word purpose. So if they type in the word purpose for, for your audience, awesome. I'd love to have more people in the community. We have like, like over like, like ridiculous amount of comments. People are so engaged. People take action. They stay committed. They stay accountable. They connect with each other. Like since it's the type of course that it is, it really pushes away any get rich quick type of person. It, it only attracts the type of person who actually wants to build something real. Not like, oh, I made like a couple bucks screwing somebody over. Instead, it's like, I'm going to develop into the best version of myself. I'm going to learn the best marketing skills to actually be able to make my vision reality and impact the world. Um, so, Yeah, I love it. Awesome. And then how can our community serve you? How can we elevate what you're looking to do in the world? Um, Man, anyone, that's a great question. So you can connect with me on all social media, Gavin Dantes with a Z at the end, not an S. And connect with me on social media. If something struck a chord, send me a message and just say, man, this thing like hit me hard. This hit me deep. Thank you so much for that. Like, let's connect. The, the best people I've connected, I have like so many friends here in Bali that saw me on different podcasts or interviews. Most of my best friends around me now are people who at one point saw a podcast or saw me somewhere on social media. And then we connected at like a, a heart soul like level, you know, like where we just like fully resonate. And these are the type of people that reach out with like messages of gratitude showing that they like actually like really get this stuff and that they're all in for this type of life. It doesn't matter where you're at. You may be broke. You may not have money. You may be a freaking billionaire. It doesn't matter. Minds resonate at certain levels. Hearts resonate at certain levels. The levels of values and someone who's just starting their journey but has that mindset, I can connect with like the same as somebody who's been on the journey for a long time. It's, it's a way of thinking. It's like you're all in. You're just never going to like settle for average. Like just the word average kind of sometimes makes you sick to your stomach. You know, you're like, I just, I can't do that. I can't just lie on the beach all day. I don't want to build my business so I can just do nothing. It's like I'm actually in the game. Yeah, I love it, man. Well, thanks so much for spending so much time with us today. Um, I think that this interview touched on perhaps the most holistic kind of conversation points I've had so far on the podcast. You're a person that's very grounded in your own hero's journey, your own story, as well as like tapping into this zeitgeist that we're all kind of in right now, as well as like this empathetic, like pulling people up type of thing. Um, You have like a business sense, you have a marketing sense, you're practical, but you also appreciate um, how to like manifest your dreams and desires. It's really cool. You gotta gotta sprinkle in the magic, man. You gotta sprinkle in a little magic. That's (laughs) what I say. A lot of people like try to build their life off of like the magic. I'm like, yeah, that's going to be a rough one. Build it off of like practical and reality and then sprinkle in that like synchronicity and like all that other stuff, right? That's why I'm out here in Bali. There's, there is magic that happens out here that I can't explain. Yeah. Wow. That's incredible. Well, thank you so much, Gavin. I, I really appreciate you being on the show and I'm excited to see what you and I can do together as we both build our purposeful businesses. Absolutely, brother. Thank you so much. Talk to you very soon. 
So what actionable step are you going to take next? Do you have a lingering question or something you want help working through? Do you need support in doing what it's going to take to live your purpose? People of Purpose is here for you. Subscribe to the podcast and soak in the stories and words of our wonderful guests. Do you have any friends that might enjoy this episode or the podcast? Bring them on board as a podcast subscriber. If you want to actually see the guests behind the voices, as well as the purposeful people and communities I'm a part of around the world, follow the podcasting journey on Instagram at People of Purpose Podcast. You can connect with our purpose-seeking community on Facebook at People of Purpose by liking and following our page. Know the minute each new episode is published, hear first about upcoming People of Purpose opportunities, and receive regular tidbits of inspiration and media I'm purposely perusing, pursuing, and pondering. It's simply a regular dose of goodness, intentionally filtered by me, to nourish your personal path of purpose. For the ultimate engagement, join our intentional group Purpose Seekers from the Facebook page. Join in longer form discussions, link up with accountability partners, and share in opportunities and challenges to better know and grow in your purpose. Send me a direct message on either Facebook or Instagram if you want to talk privately and receive personalized guidance on how to raise your sales and write your ship. Come forth with your biggest dreams and aspirations, and I will do my best to connect you with the necessary resources and mentors from my network to start your trek along your personal path of purpose. Cheers, and here's to becoming 